When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. On today's Smart 7 2024 looks like an election year, Labour promises a crackdown on cronyism and much more. It's Friday 5th of January, it's Strawberry Day and happy birthday to Bradley Cooper. The Smart 7. It's news but not for news. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer was in Bristol on Thursday, making a New Year's speech that was intended to set the tone for 2024 in what is expected to be an election year. His speech comes after both the Lib Dems and the Reform Party began positioning themselves for a potential campaign this week, but Starmer was focused on just one thing, how Labour would be different and better than the current Tory government. He says he's prepared to fight fire with fire and outlined his new plan to clean up government and reset after 13 years of Tory mismanagement. We need to clean up politics. No more VIP fast lanes, no more kickbacks for colleagues, no more revolving doors between government and the companies they regulate. I will restore standards in public life with a total crackdown on cronyism. And with shades of his inaction man label that stung Rishi Sunak during the autumn, he stepped up his calls for a definite election date as soon as possible. Well, this is a serious issue for the country. If he can't name a date, then effectively he's just squatting in Downing Street, holding the country back with his dithering and delaying. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak appeared to respond directly to Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer's speech on Thursday as he clarified for the first time that we can expect a general election in 2024. Even still, he was refusing to be specific on dates, instead using the announcement to recap on his ongoing to-do list and pledges. My working assumption is we'll have a general election in the second half of this year, and in the meantime, I've got lots that I want to get on with. With Labour remaining far ahead of the Tories in the polls, despite Rishi's numerous new plans and U-turns, it could be an uphill battle for the PM to return his seat in Downing Street and with other parties in the mix chipping away at disaffected Tory voters, Professor of Politics at King's College London, Rosie Campbell, says that the Reform Party posed the greatest danger to the Tories. I think the key thing is that how they're going to divide the Conservative vote because already they're taking away votes or supporters from, from the Tories in the Red Wall constituencies that they would really dearly like to hang on to. So I think that's going to be the main factor and I think that they can have that impact with or without Nigel Farage. Tensions continue to rise in the Middle East after Israel's drone strike that killed the deputy leader of Hamas in Lebanon this week. Matters weren't helped by a bombing in Iran that killed almost 100 people at a commemorative ceremony on Wednesday. That attack has now been claimed by the Islamic State and the US State Department says it has no reason to doubt their claim. The US did claim credit for an airstrike in Baghdad that killed the leader of a Shia militia who have been attacking US forces in the region. Meanwhile, in the Red Sea, attacks by Yemen's Houthi rebels on shipping lanes have caused serious disruption to international trade. British Foreign Secretary Lord David Cameron was in Kosovo on Thursday, but he had a firm warning for the Houthi forces that further attacks would not go unanswered. The clear message here, and over 10 countries have signed a statement saying to the Houthis, these attacks are unacceptable, they're illegal, and they've got to stop. And if they don't stop, action will be taken. 
Thursday saw day two of the six-day junior doctor's strike as a row developed over so-called derogation requests, which can require junior doctors to return to work in extreme circumstances. About 25 requests have already been made, with the BMA rejecting most of them, but Prime Minister Rishi Sunak gave the use of the requests his backing, saying the strikes are causing an enormous amount of concern. The government, however, is still refusing to negotiate until the strikes are called off, and former Health Secretary Steve Barclay got a bit tetchy about it with Susanna Reid on Good Morning Britain. They've said they want to negotiate, and each time they've come into the negotiation room, they have refused to shift from their demand for full pay restoration of 35%. Uh, if the strikes are cancelled, then right. the Health Secretary is given the commitment to, to sit down as soon as any strikes uh, are cancelled without having that sort of Damocles hanging over those negotiations. On. Still to come on today's Smart Seven. The FA Cup third round gets underway in the Victorian zombie rom-com you didn't know you needed. Right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. This weekend sees the FA Cup roar back into town with plenty of third round action. Friday sees three games including Spurs versus Burnley and Saturday and Sunday have packed schedules with 27 games including Chelsea taking on Preston North End and Arsenal facing off against Liverpool. Monday sees Manchester United with new 25% owner Jim Ratcliffe now installed travelling to Wigan. Thursday night saw the first of the weekend's games as Crystal Palace played Everton in a game that ended in a scoreless draw and will head to a replay. Everton manager Sean Dyche was not happy with VAR's intervention that saw Dominic Calvert-Lewin pick up a red card. You know, slow-mo shows a different picture. Um, if you're going to slow-mo things, then you've got to slow-mo the, the penalty on Beto or what could have been a penalty. Anderson's got his arms clearly round him, cupping his body. He goes down and it's not given. So if you want to slow-mo everything, you've got to slow-mo everything. This weekend sees the Golden Globes take place in the Beverly Hilton Hotel and Barbie is leading the charge with nine nominations. But there's been controversy over the Oscars who don't announce their nominations until January 23rd. The producers of Barbie had been pitching it for an original screenplay nomination, but because it's based on a real-life doll, they've had to switch to adapted screenplay, even though it's an original script. Margot Robbie explained to The Hollywood Reporter this week how she made the case for the movie in the first place. Pitching it, I was like... If you pair, like, when you pair Spielberg with dinosaurs, what do you get? A billion dollars. You pair, <laughs> you pair Greta and Barbie, we're going to make a billion dollars. Thank God, because then I was like, God, I hope this works out. <laughs> I just promised everyone a billion dollars. I really hope it does that, but... If you haven't made plans for Valentine's Day yet, we have a slightly offbeat suggestion. It's a new romantic horror comedy from Diablo Cody, Academy Award-winning writer of Juno, which is directed by Robin Williams' daughter Zelda, and it's called Lisa Frankenstein. 
It stars Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse, and it's your classic late 80s story of a girl who accidentally reanimates a Victorian corpse and turns him into the man of her dreams. It'll certainly make for an entertaining date night when it hits cinemas on February 9th. Your daughter is a little psycho. I owe my glorious home to an ungrateful little... I want to help you, but Taffy says it's a waste of time to try and fix a boy. It's better just accept a guy's flaws. Oh, that's so cute. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.